Open up your Bibles. Open up your Bibles. Don't sit. Don't sit. Open up your Bibles. Don't sit. First Samuel chapter 10. First Samuel chapter 10. Keep standing. First Samuel chapter 10. I want to consider verse 6 and 7. I've been trying to preach this text all week. I'm trying to get through it. Verse 6 and 7. First Samuel, I want everybody here to pay attention to what I'm going to say today because God is going to do something in your life that's really special. Can somebody say amen? Okay. Get this. Then the spirit of the Lord will come upon you. Somebody say the spirit. Say it loud. Say the spirit. And you will prophesy with them. And be turned into another man. Somebody say turn. Somebody say turn. And let it be. Help me with that echo real quick. When these signs come upon you or come to you, that you do as the occasion demands. Somebody say occasion. Somebody say demands. Okay, let's, let's try it again. Somebody say occasions. Somebody say demands. All right. For God is with you. For God is with you. Lift up one hand to heaven. Lift it up. And I want you to say, Lord, say it loud. Say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, open my understanding. Illuminate my spirit in Jesus' name. Now say aloud, amen. amen. Give the Lord a round of applause and be seated. All right. I want everybody to pay close attention to what I'm going to say. I want to talk to you under this title. Operating as another man is what the devil fears. Okay? Okay, I want everybody to write that down. Operating as another man is what the devil fears. Okay? I only got two amens. I'm going to try this side. I'm going to say that again. Operating as another man. Somebody say operating, operating. as another man. All right. 
Now, I want you to get this in your spirit. What God is going to do with you is going to display to everybody that God is real. Okay, okay. I'm going to work this this morning. It's all right. I, I say, I'm going to repeat that. I said what God is going to do with you. See, what he wants to do with you is going to display to others that he's real. He said in his word, he said, Pharaoh, I have raised you up for this reason. That I may display my power. Oh God. In you. If you go to Romans chapter 9. The Bible says that the reason why Pharaoh was raised up. It was because God had raised him up to display his power in him. In other words, Pharaoh's job was to show that God was real. Come on. I got to take my time with this. I love this crowd. That's right. okay. I said Pharaoh's job was to display that God was real. That was his purpose in existing. And so I, I need you to understand this. Pharaoh is a type of the enemy. Pharaoh is a type of your problems. Pharaoh is a type of your opposition. And so God is telling you right now, this is found in the scripture. The reason why the enemy is coming at you it's because I'm going to use him to display to others that are watching that I'm real. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to use the problem that you're dealing with to show everybody that I have the power to get you out of any circumstance. And I have the power to get you out of any problem. And I am real. Somebody say real. real. No, no. Say it, say it loud. Say real. real. Because God, listen, God is in the business of displaying that he's real. Man, I've seen God do some stuff that have your hair sticking out. I'm telling you, God's in the, he's in the, he's in the business of displaying his power. Somebody say power. power. And I'm telling you right now, God told me to tell you guys, he wants to show himself strong. The Bible says in Chronicles that the eyes of the Lord go to and fro throughout the earth seeking someone whose heart is perfect towards him that he might show himself strong. Somebody say strong. Somebody say strong. 
You're dealing with some stuff that's going to make God flex in your situation. I said you're dealing with some things. I need somebody to get this here today. That is going to make God flex. He says, I'm allowing things to get up. And I'm allowing things to get high because the only way that you're going to stay afloat and the only reason you're not going to drown is because I'm about to show myself strong in your situation. Don't get worried about that child not coming to church yet. Don't get worried about that girl not coming to church yet. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to show myself strong and they're about to have a Damascus encounter. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. They're about to have a Damascus encounter and they're going to know that God is real. Can somebody say hallelujah? No, I need you to get out. Say hallelujah. Now say amen. Okay, now, now listen to me. Listen to me. Because God can only... Show himself when he finds somebody spiritual. It's all right. I got to talk to this side. I said God can only show himself when he finds somebody spiritual. Now listen to me. The Lord allows Saul. Listen. Saul the persecutor. He allowed him to get high and mighty and to sit on his high horse against the church. And he started persecuting the church and he started asking letters to, to kill and to do all of this foolishness. And I'm going to tell you something I want you to understand. that The enemy, the enemy has a way of working. And, and really... The way that the enemy works is that he wants to inflict in you. Get this. He wants to inflict in you fear. Oh God, I need you to get this. He wants to inflict in you fear. That's why he's working because he wants to inflict in you fear. He wants you to back off. He don't want you to press into the presence of God. He don't want you to really get free because if you do, you're going to allow the other man to come out. And when the other man comes out, now we got a problem on our hands. Can somebody say amen? amen. Can somebody say amen? amen. So Saul raises up against the church. The job of Saul is to inflict fear on the believers. Oh God. Come on. Let me teach you something. Somebody say the other man. The other man. No, no. Say it loud. Say the other man. The work, listen, the working of the enemy against your spouse, the working of the enemy against your husband, the working of the enemy against your children only has one purpose. To instill in you, watch this, fear and doubt. So it wants to get you fearful. The reason why the enemy is trying to attack your body is because he wants you to get afraid. See, he oh God, he wants you to get afraid because God only works through faith. 
and he knows that if God gets involved, there is no way he can stop you. Oh, you don't hear what I'm saying. So the working of the enemy is do whatever you can to get them to keep their mouth shut, to get them to stay home, and so that they are afraid because I know how God can work. I The devil knows. Oh, God. The devil knows that the one who sits on the throne is high and mighty and lifted up. And there's, ah, uh, he knows. He knows what God can do. But he also knows how God works. Oh, you don't hear me. And so he's saying, if I can get this group of individuals to stay home and scare and to put their hands down and to close their mouth, I got them where I want them because no matter how much God loves them, if he doesn't see faith, he can't help them. You don't hear what I'm saying. God is looking for somebody that will let their fears go and say, God, I'm here. Let's do this whenever. Can somebody say amen? Can somebody say amen? Lift up both your hands. Lift them up. Lift them up. Lift them up. High. Say, Lord. No, no, no. You got to say it out. Say, Lord. Remove all my fears. No, no. I need you to get bold about it. Say, Lord. Remove all my fears. Now shout amen. Now grab the person next to you. Grab them. And shake them and say, I know you're not afraid. You didn't hear what? Tell them again. Tell them, I know you're not afraid. I'm, see, I'm, I'm going to preach this word until the lion inside of you comes. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to get in trouble in this church. I'm going to preach this thing until you start looking around and say, you know what? This preacher's right. What is it that I'm afraid of? God is with me. And if God is with me, who can be against me? Uh, everything got to work out. Somebody say amen. Somebody say, wow. wow. Folks, this is simple. God works by faith. What is faith? Watch this. Watch this. Let, let me help you. Write this down in bold letters. Faith is believing God's word for the best. Wait a minute. Faith, write it in bold letters. I'm going to talk to this side. Faith is believing God's word for the. Faith is believing God's word for the. So then what's fear? Watch that. Wait, wait, wait. Wait a minute. Fear is faith also. But it's believing the enemy's word for the worst. So if whenever you're afraid of something, you know why you're afraid of it? Because you're actually believing for the worst. 
You can't be afraid of a dog that's barking at you if you don't think he's going to bite you. He hasn't bit you yet, but you're already afraid. Why? Because you're believing for the... I need two or three to get this and I'm okay. Just two or three. Now, somebody say, Lord, I'm going to believe your word for the best. I'm going to show you how this works. So, watch this. Cannot step into his destiny because he's afraid. When they're going to anoint him, he's hiding. What's he doing? What's he doing? He's hiding although he's a king. Just like some people in here. Hiding though, although they're great. Afraid although they're royalty. He's hiding. He's already the chosen king. But he's hiding. And God says to him, I see where you're at. So he says, when the spirit comes upon you, because I see by yourself and by your own power, all you're going to do is hide all your life. So I got to get involved. Oh, you didn't get that. He says, I see you. See, the spirit hasn't come upon him yet. So God is looking at him. He says, he's, look, see, in your flesh, you can't do it. So I need to get involved. He says, you're hiding, although I've decreed over you that uh, you're the king. So God gave him a word, but he don't have the spirit to believe the word. You need the spirit to believe what God is saying. Somebody say the spirit. Say it loud. Say the spirit. You need the spirit to believe God's word. For your life. That's why if you're not connected to the Holy Ghost, that's why there's people in there, they're like, oh my goodness, when is the service going to be over? Because they don't got the Spirit. You can't do it if it's not in the Spirit. That's why it says, not by power, nor by might. It's by my Spirit, says the Lord. You got to do it by the Spirit. Somebody say the Spirit. Say it out. Say the Spirit. Now, the Spirit has to get involved because Saul is afraid. So the spirit must come. And God says, okay, tell him we know where he really is. By himself, he's afraid. We get it. But tell him when my spirit comes upon him, I'm going to turn that. Now watch this. He's hiding. And you know what he's telling the people that are looking at him? Shh, shh, shh don't tell anybody I'm here. His mouth, his mouth is shut. No, don't, don't tell him I'm here. I'm afraid. I really don't. I can't do this. He's hiding because fear is crippling him because he's believing for the worst. He's believing the letters of the enemy. He's believing what the enemy is saying and it's inflicting fear on him. So God says, when my spirit comes upon you, you shall pray.
prophesy, meaning you're not gonna tell anybody anymore. Shh, shh, no, and, and be quiet. No, and you're gonna open up your mouth wide and loud. Oh my God, because I'm gonna change the way that you do things, and I'm gonna do them by my spirit. From now on, you're gonna open up your mouth loud and wide. I, I'm talking to the men in here. I'm talking to the men because we listen. We need to get this. Listen to me. The women by nature. A man speaks a hundred words in one day and a woman will speak a thousand. Watch this. Watch this. You know why? You know why? Because a woman by nature is prophetic. She's more, she's more sensitive to the spirit realm. She, I'm, I'm going to give you something. Listen to me, woman. I'm about to help you. You are more sensitive to the spirit realm. That's why you, 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 you know, we, we hanging out and you sense something right away. And you're like, oh, something's off. We, we're not paying attention to it. We hanging out. We, we are, we doing our thing, you know? And so the man's like, no, nothing's wrong. And my wife's like, yeah, no, something's off here. I don't know what it is, but I sense it. Watch this. Your job is not to speak bad and it's not to speak against it. Your job, woman of God, is to open up your mouth and begin to prophesy and, uh, and begin to come against what you're sensing in the spirit because that's why God has created you. Somebody say prophesy. You're supposed to be encouraging. That's what your job is. You send something and right away. You send something on your husband. You send something on your kids. You tell them, you come here real quick. What, what's wrong, mom? No, 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 come here. Get any bottle of oil you see and start laying hands. Because you're sensing something and you got to come against it right away. In the name of Jesus. Because that's your assignment. To be able to prophesy and speak the word of God. Can you say amen? amen. Now the men were the opposite. When we sense something's wrong, we stay quiet. You see, you see how the enemy works? He puts the women to talk too much the wrong thing. And he puts the men to not talk at all. You don't hear me. Why? Because he's afraid of the prophetic. You didn't get that. He's afraid of you opening up your mouth when you see something disorder in your house and you see that your wife is in left field, your kids are in right field, and you're the man looking and you don't know what to do because you want to solve it, but you don't want to talk about it. Instead of getting mad and instead of getting upset, say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, me and my house shall serve the Lord. Ah, you don't hear what I say. Me and my house shall serve the Lord in Jesus name the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want I decree unity in the spirit I decree power in the spirit and start opening up your mouth and prophesying over the circumstance You see your wife, she's talking up a storm and she's saying a bunch of stuff that's out of order. Say, honey, come here. Let me give you a hug. And get some out of oil. Start anointing her head. <laughs> Say amen. Say amen. I'm about to help you guys. Somebody say, I'm not afraid. Say it loud. Say, I'm not afraid. When the spirit of the Lord comes upon you, you shall prophesy. What you going to do? Prophet. Then he says, you're going to be turned to another. 
You're going to be turned to another. Wow, wow, wow. You're going to be turned to another. Lift up both your hands. Say, Lord, I embrace. Say it loud. Say, Lord, I embrace the other man. Now, write this in bold letters. Write this in bold letters in your notes. Because I'm going to begin teaching you now. The other man. Get this. The other man is fearless. Watch this. The other you is fearless. The other man is what? I don't hear you. The other man is what? I didn't hear you. The other man is what? Now look at the person next to you and tell them, I decree. See, see, you see how we all got lower? Tell them with authority. Tell them, I decree that you're fearless. Oh, no, no. Say it again. Say, I decree that you're fearless. And tell them, in Jesus' name, all your fears I cast out. Now say amen. Now give the Lord a hand clap of praise. No, give it to him. Give it to him because you know what? There are lions and there are lioness in here and they're about to show up. Ah, uh, you didn't hear what I said. There are people in here that are about to stop hiding for the first time. You didn't hear what I said. They're about to come out and tell everybody, I'm coming out. Say amen. We all know you're hiding. We just haven't told you anything. Somebody say fearless. Say it loud. Say fearless. The other man is what the enemy fears. Now I'm going to show you in the Bible how this works. I'm going to show you in the Bible how this works. Okay, now take notes because I'm going to teach you. Number one, number one, don't believe any letter from the enemy. Got to go to the Bible. Got to go to the Bible. Is anybody getting this? I said, is anybody getting this? Somebody say, don't believe any letter. From the enemy. Now notice, notice what the Bible says. I need you to open up your Bibles now. Nehemiah chapter 6 verse 19. Open up your Bibles because something's about to break loose in here. Open up your Bibles. Nehemiah 6. Nehemiah 6. Verse 19. 19. Some of you looking in your table of content because you've never been to Nehemiah. It's all right. That's all right. Now, I need you to open up your Bibles to Nehemiah. Go in the table of contents. Find out where Nehemiah is. Nehemiah chapter 6. Now, notice what the Bible says. Verse 19. Notice what it says. Also, they reported his good deeds before me and uttered my words to him. Notice what it says. And Tobiah sent letters. 
to put me in fear. What did he send? What did he send? What did he send? He sent letters to intimidate. The devil's job is never to show up himself. It's to send letters. You know why, he, well, you know why Tobias didn't show up himself? Because he's really scared of Nehemiah. So he sent a letter because he wants Nehemiah to be afraid. And the devil does the same thing against you. He sends you a circumstance that is trying to provoke an idea in your mind. You know what? This is not going to work out. I'm not going to make it. My body hurts. And the devil is sending you letters. You didn't hear what I said. And those letters have one purpose. To make you afraid and to make you fearful so that you don't come out with the other man. He doesn't want the other man to come out and so he wants you to start believing what you're seeing. And he wants you to magnify what you're seeing above what God is saying. But Nehemiah didn't play that. Any matter what letter he sent. Nehemiah told the people that are building. We're going to build this wall. Oh my God. It don't matter what letters they send us. This wall is going to be built. Somebody said we're going to build it. Somebody said we're going to build it. Your marriage is going to be built. Your children are going to be built. Your ministry is going to be built. You don't hear what I said. Your assignment is going to be built. You can't be playing that with no letter. He took the letter. He tossed it and he said to the team. He said, this is what I want you to do. I want you to have a sword in one hand. You didn't hear what I said. And I want you to build with the other hand. Why? Because if the devil shows up. If the enemy comes in, we're going to be waiting for him because we're going to be building, but we're going to have the sword ready. The sword is a representation of the word of God. The building is a representation of your devotion to God. So you got to continue to stay connected to God and you got to have the word ready. When any circumstance or any situation comes against you, you got to have the sword ready to cut the devil's head off in the name of Jesus. Can somebody say amen? Can somebody say amen? This is the question that Isaiah asked. Whose report will you believe? Because there's two reports. There is the eternal letter, the letter of God, and then there's demonic letters being sent to you from different angles continuously. And all of them have two different purposes. The letter of God instills faith, and the letter of the devil instills. Yeah. Somebody say amen. Yeah. Can somebody say amen? Yeah. Somebody say I won't believe. 
any report that's not from God. Lift up your hands and say it out. Say, I won't believe any report that's not from God. I know what the doctor said, but is that from God? Don't believe it. Don't believe it. All of these letters that are coming at you from different circumstances and from different angles. God never said that. Somebody say, God didn't say that. Now, I'm going to tell you, the truth is, and you, you got you to get this. Your fear, your fear. Has got to be towards obedience towards God. Now get this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go slow. Your fear must be towards obedience in God. That's got to be your fear. Meaning that's what moves you. Somebody say obedience. obedience. Somebody say obedience. obedience. Obedience towards God makes you wise. Oh, my God. I said obedience towards God makes you wise. When you say, wait a minute, this is how you're supposed to be afraid. This is what your fear is supposed to be. No, 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 no. Wait, I know I can't miss prayer. I, I, I can't, listen, I can miss anything, but I, I can't miss the presence of God. Because in him I live and move. And have my being. You know what Job said. Job said if the almighty remove his breath. All of us will be turned back to dust. So he said let this be your fear. Let your fear be to go after God. With everything that's in your being. No matter what you got to lose. In the uh, way towards that. That's got to be your fear. That you're so devoted to God. That you say wait a minute. I can't stop being with God for this. Now listen to me. When you have that type of fear towards God, the Bible calls you wise. That's what it says. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of? Anybody who will fear God above anything is actually being wise. Bible says something about Noah and all these great men that were in the Old Testament. It says, and Noah moved in, feared. He moved in what? He moved in what? He said, wait a minute. Can you imagine him building that ark? Can you imagine? God told him, it says, build an ark because I'm going to open up the floodgates and everything in here has gone drown. Now, you, you imagine... They, theologians say that the least time that it took them to build it was 70 years. Now, for 70 years, there's not a drop of rain. You didn't hear me. Uh, they, they, he's waiting, he's waiting, and he's building. And the Bible says he moved in fear. 
There's no flood. There's no. For 70 years. But I could just imagine, no, every time he thought about, man, you know what? Let me stop this. He said, mm, let me keep moving in fear because God said this. And I'm going to just keep moving because God is above everything else. Now, get this. Get this. When you move in fear towards God, the enemy fears you. Wait a minute. Write this in bold letters. When you move in fear towards God, the enemy fears you. When you don't move in fear towards God, you fear the enemy. Somebody say amen. Can somebody say amen? I'm going to show you this in the scripture. I want everybody to open up their Bibles. Open up your Bible. Listen to what the Bible says. I want you to go to Job. I want you to go to Job 28 verse 28. Job 28 28. Go there very quickly. Job 28 28. And unto the men he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. The fear of the Lord, that is? The fear of the Lord, that is? And to depart from evil is actual understanding. When you start departing, and you make it a habit. You say, you know what? No, I fear God too much. I don't want to do evil. You get understanding. Somebody say understanding. Somebody say understanding. And this understanding and this wisdom makes you be feared. Oh, God. I said, this understanding makes you be feared. Somebody say understanding. Lift up your hands. We lift them up. Say understanding is what makes me be feared. I'll show you in the Bible. Somebody say it loud. Say understanding. See, understanding is what makes the devil fears you. Oh. The wiser you are towards God, the more the devil fears you. Because the other man is operating. The other man is flowing through you. The other man is walking in understanding. The other man is walking in obedience. And the devil is watching you. He knows what God has decreed about you. Somebody say he knows. he knows. But he does, listen to me, he does watch you closely to see if you will accept it. So the devil says, I know what God said. I know what he said, but have you accepted it? And the only way to see if you have accepted it is if you start walking in understanding. As if you start walking in fear towards God. Go with me to the scriptures. Go with me to the scriptures. 
1 Samuel. I want you to see this. I got to get you. 1 Samuel, I need you to get this verse. Are you learning something? I say, are you learning something? Somebody say, I am feared. Say it loud. Say, I'm feared by the enemy. Say it again. Say, I am feared by the enemy. Now look at the person next to you. Tell them, you are feared by the enemy. I, I need you to get this. Because this is, this is going to change your life. I want you to go to, with me to 1 Samuel chapter 18. Go there quickly. I need everybody to see this. 1 Samuel 18. Hallelujah. And there's a couple things I want you to see in this. I want you to go to verse 12. And I want to go all the way down to verse 15. And I need you to see this. Because this is what was happening to Saul. Saul had the spirit. Somebody say the spirit. Somebody say God. Saul had the spirit. And because you have the spirit, the enemy fears you. When you have the spirit, the enemy? Say it loud. When you have the spirit, the enemy? When you have the spirit, the enemy fears you. This is what happens. Now the spirit only stays with the spiritual. The spirit only stays with the? So he's looking for somebody that will be in the spirit. Can you say amen? amen. Can you say amen? amen? Now, while he remained obedient, the spirit was where I mean, everyone feared him. But when the spirit departed, he became afraid. When the spirit departed, he became now the spirit is with David. Who's the spirit with? Who's the spirit with? Go to verse 12, 1 Samuel 18. Now, now Saul was afraid of David. What happened? He was what? This is the devil. This is the enemy. Because the Lord was and had departed from you are supposed to be the most fearless person on the face of the planet. Somebody say fearless. The enemy does not want you to realize you are supposed to be so fearless about everything that you're doing with the spirit of God. That there is absolutely no way that hell can stop you. Oh my goodness. I'm telling you right now. When I saw this woman of God step out in faith. 
and start giving out that word, I said, God, this is a confirmation to the message that you've given me. Because there are people in here that God has given you a word. He has given you a ministry and he has given you an assignment and you won't say it because you are afraid. But that's ending today in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. I'm telling you that's going to end in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. Now Saul was afraid of David because the Lord had, because the Lord was with him, but had departed from Saul. Now notice what it says. Verse 14. And David behaved. Anybody see it? Wisely. And David behaved. Wait a minute. And David behaved. Wow, Jesus. And David behaved. In all his ways. And the Lord was with him. Therefore, when Saul saw that he behaved very, he was afraid of him. What is the devil? He's looking. He's sending imps. He's sending demons to your house to try to get on your last nerve. He's trying to get people to try to get on your last nerve. You know why? Because he wants you to stop behaving wisely. You didn't hear what I said. He, he's looking at you and he's, he's wondering, is she going to open up her tongue and say the wrong thing? Is she going to get upset? Is she going to walk out? He wants to know if you will stay behaving wisely. That's what he's looking at you for. He knows what God said. But are you going to behave? You're going to behave wisely. Will you stay in wisdom? Oh God. Did you get that in the back? Yeah. Are you going to behave in? What is wisdom? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of? So when you fear God, the devil fears. There is no devil that can show up in your house and walk away the same. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say I'm going to get him. Say it loud. Say I'm going to get him. If you walk in this truth, behaving wisely, there is no devil that can come into your home and leave the same way. It's impossible. Somebody say wisely. Say it out. Say wisely. You must behave wisely towards God. And you're going to bring out the other man. What are you going to bring out? What are you going to bring out? The other man is wise and fearless. What is he? What is he? I don't hear. What is he? He's wise and fearless. 
bunch of people of fear on them. The Spirit of the Lord showed me in prayer. He said, there's going to be a lot of people on Sunday. They're, they're afraid. And I want you to tell them, you are with God and you must be fearless. You are with a living God and you must be fearless. Stop all of this torment holding you back, stagnating you. It is the will of the enemy for you to stop. And God is saying, I call you to move forward. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. This church is going to move forward. And we know that God is going to help us to do it. If you believe it, say amen. Ain't nobody in here afraid. Now I prophesy warriors are going to rise up in this church. I only need one or two to get it. I said I prophesy that warriors are going to rise up in this church and the fear is going to get out in the name of Jesus and I'm not going to stop preaching until this thing is in your spirit and you start walking like a lion. Somebody say amen. Somebody say hallelujah. Say I'm fearless. Lord, say it loud. Say I'm fearless. And now say I'm blessed. His pants are on fire and Jesus is the Messiah. Say amen. We got, listen, we're not going to let you, listen, we're not going to let you forfeit your inheritance over fear. Listen to me, over fear that the enemy has tried to instill in you with letters that are not from God. I, I refuse to let you forfeit your inheritance. I refuse to let you see what God wants to give you. Go to the wayside. I'm going to preach this word. And I'm going to get on your last nerve if I got to. Until you rise up and say, you know what? I'm going to do what God says I got to do. In the name of Jesus. Say I'm going to rise up. Say I'm going to rise up. You are called to greatness. Somebody say, I'm fearless. fearless. Say it loud, I'm fearless. fearless. This has got to get in your bones by the end of the service. You are fearless. My God, I'm telling you, this thing is going to stop. People that got to be up here, listen to me, doing ministry, up here doing the work of the kingdom, establishing a business, establishing the dreams of God in this region, winning souls, and you are afraid and you're hiding. And the Lord says, your time to hide is over. There's an expiration day on your hiding season. It's time for you to come out and show Say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. 
Let me give you this as I get ready to close. Seven reasons why the enemy fears you. Write them down. Write them down. Seven reasons why the enemy fears you. And I'm going to make an altar call and I'm, I'm going to lay hands on you until every fear gets out. I, I'm gonna, listen, I will, I will bathe you in oil. I don't care. Why? Because we don't got time. Listen to me. We don't got time for you to be afraid. We don't have, there is too late in the season. We are on the last stretch and we need everybody to put their A game on and we need everybody to assemble in the kingdom of God and bring their gift and bring their talent and let it show like never before because you are important and you are needed in the kingdom and you matter. Say it loud, amen. Say, I matter. You matter. We need what's on the inside of you. I'm over here in Israel. My notes are all over the place. I can't know what, what the teacher's saying. I can't read my own writing. I go to this guy and say, well, let me see your notes. This guy's notes are organized. I say, you know what, forget this. I'm going to grab your notes and I'm going to get out of here with a good grade because what you got, I need and we matter. You need to hear what I said. Everybody here. Say aloud, Amen. Seven reasons why the enemy fears you. Number one, because God's with you. Oh, God. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody say amen. amen. The number one reason why the enemy fears you is because God's with you. Stop making your situation bigger than your God. I said, stop making your situation. Are you hearing me, woman of God? God brought you here because he wants you to know your situation is not bigger than the God that's with you. You are a warrior and there's a warrior with you. And there's no circumstance that's bigger than your God. And everything that's out of line is going to get in line. And everything that's out of order, gonna get in order. I'm telling you, I got a couple people in my spirit that there's some stuff that's trying to get you and oppress you and hold you. It's gonna come out today. It's coming out today. I'm telling you, we're not gonna let you go till you're free. We're not gonna let you go until you start saying, you know what, I'm ready now. Because God said, I'm with you. Jesus comes walking to the disciples on the sea. He comes walking on the disciples. And what did the disciples say? As a ghost. And they were afraid. What did he say? Do not fear. Fear not. Then he says this. It is I. The reason why you don't have to fear is because I'm here. Do not fear. It is I. Man of God, I know there's some of you struggling with some stuff in your heart. I see it in the spirit. You're struggling with your destiny. You're struggling to provide. You're struggling to get things in order. And you don't know that you're dealing with fear. And God is telling you, do not fear. I am with you. 
I am, do not be concerned. I am with you. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Now notice what the Bible says. I want you to get this. I want you to get this. Number two, the enemy fears you because God's going to fight for you. Oh, God. Why the enemy fears you? Because God is going to fight for you. I need you to get that in your spirit. Listen, you got to know that you fight on your knees. The only reason why you're handling so many stuff and you feel all this weight is because you haven't gotten on your knees recently. God never wanted you to fight. He wants you to pray. Oh, my goodness. Don't worry about trying to strain people out by your own strength and your own power. Let that go. Get on your knees and say, God, handle this guy, handle this girl, and get them straight in the name of Jesus. Watch this. God will do it. If he can turn a murderer around like he did with Saul on the road of the massacre, believe me, that little rebellion that's going on in your house, that's the light work of the kingdom. That's nothing big to God. All he needs you to do is get on your knees and say, I'm not going to stop praying until this person changes. Somebody say amen. amen. Let God fight for you. Amen. Go with me to the Bible. Go with me to the Bible. I'm telling you. Let, 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 go with me. To Deuteronomy chapter 3 verse 22. Deuteronomy 3.22. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 3.22, everybody open up your Bibles. I need you to see this. You shall not fear them. What you should not do? What you should not do? For the Lord your God, he shall. Oh, God. The Lord your God shall what? Somebody say, God's got this. Say it loud. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Say, Lord, you got this. Say it loud. Say, Lord, you got this. Is that in your Bible? It's right there? Okay, make sure. We got to make sure. Why? Because we got to see the truth. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you. You shall not fear them. Why? Because the Lord your God shall why are you afraid of that sickness? The Lord your God will. Why are you afraid of the circumstance? The Lord your God will. Why are you afraid of the rebellion? The Lord your God will. He's going to fight for you, pastor. You start praying and you watch God go to work. You start praying and start fasting. And saying, God, I know what you can do. I know that you are an answering prayer, God. I know that you have ears and you can hear. I know that you have hands and you can touch. I'm not going to stop praying until you do something in my house. I'm not 
and stop praying until you do something in my church and I promise you God said I will fight for you somebody say he's gonna fight don't fear fear takes the fight out of you <laughs> Thank you, Lord. I'm going, and I remember a couple years back, I'm, I'm, I'm beginning in the ministry. I'm about 24, there's about eight years, seven years ago, 24, 25 years ago. I'm, I'm 25. And I'm, and I'm going on a plane to the Dominican, I'll never forget it. I'm going on a plane in one of those late cheap flights because I can't afford nothing else. So I'm going on the last flight of the night. It's a flight to the Dominican Republic. It's, uh, I'll never forget it, it's the flight that leaves about 10 p.m. It gets to the Dominican Republic at 3 o'clock in the morning. And so we get up, and I remember the plane. I remember everybody in the plane, they all going wild and all of this. And you got people in, those Dominicans are out of this world. They get into the plane, and they telling the pilot, hurry up, move this bus. I'm ready to go drink, and I'm ready to go party, and I can't wait to get to the Dominican Republic. I'm in, you know, I'm in my seat. I'm calm. I'm next to this woman, older woman, and everybody's, you know, they're having a blast. You know, they're hanging out, all this and that. They bought, you know, they, everybody got the vodka. They got their drinks, everything that they bought at the duty store. And all of a sudden, the plane... And we're going. About 10 minutes into the flight. Dun dun. Oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. About 10 minutes into the flight. You hear the guy with a gun. Seatbelts, please. All right. A seatbelt. 20 minutes into it. Dun 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 dun. Watch this. Dun, 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 dun. And that plane start moving like it was dancing. Everybody in that plane that was talking about move the bus, let's go party. Oh God, oh help us, Lord. You didn't hear what I said. You didn't hear what I said. You saw there's an older woman next to me. She's sitting down. Older woman takes out her rosary beads. She starts counting them beads. I'm looking at her. I'm looking at that place. She got said, God, what's going on? And the Spirit of the Lord says, This is demonic rebuke it. This is demonic rebuke it. You know why? Because that's the first thing I said. That plane is moving. I'm in my seat. I said this. I said, Lord, tomorrow I gotta preach, and the people gotta hear your word. I don't know how many people are supposed to, listen, I don't know how many people have an assignment from God, but I know what I got to do. And because I'm on this plane, this plane, you didn't hear what I said, this plane cannot go down because I'm here and I got to get to my destination. I got to get to my destination and preach the word. Somebody say, don't fear. I start speaking in tongues loud. I rebuke every demonic power, every contrary wind. I cancel it. I'm getting loud in that plane. Little woman with her rosary beads. I'm looking at her. I said, you better start speaking in tongues too. Because we need some help. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. We need some help. Say amen. Say amen. About five minutes of speaking in tongues and rebuking, all of a sudden, say, Don't fear, don't fear because God wants to fight for you. 
Watch this. When we got to the ark, I saw people get on their knees and kiss the ground. You don't know how much you need God until you're in trouble. You don't know until things get hard and pressure's on you. You see all these guys walking around, no, I got to go to work, I, I don't got time to pray, because things ain't hard yet. But when you see the pressure on you, when all those men that were up there saw the pressure on them, and that plane is going down, I saw that plane drop 15 feet in one second. People were screaming. Somebody say, let them fight for you. Let him fight for you. Number three, write this down. Write this down. Write this down. Number three. Number three. Why the enemy fears you? Watch this. Because the listen, because God put the enemy the, the watch this. Write this down. Because God put the fear of you on the enemy. The reason why the devil did not go into the Eden garden to fight was because God put the fear of Adam on the devil. That's right. That's right. Come on. God put your fear on your enemy. Amen. Oh, I need you to see this in the Bible. I need you to see this in the Bible. Listen to me. Go with me to the scriptures. Go with me to the scriptures. Deuteronomy 11.25. Open up your Bibles and see this, please. Deuteronomy 11.25. God, my time's up. Lord, have mercy. Is anybody learning anything? Somebody say, I'm fearless. Somebody say, the other man. You got to let the other man out today. Notice what it says. Notice what it says. There shall no man be able to stand for the Lord your God shall lay the fear of you and the dread of you upon all the land. And you shall tread on them as he has said unto you. Wait a minute. So you're telling me that every principality that's governing the lands actually fears you. You need to hear what I just said. God put your fear on the principalities of the region. So, the people that are being oppressed by the devil, those demons want you to stay as far and as, and as quiet and as detached as possible because as soon as you get close to somebody who doesn't know God, that demon is afraid of you. He don't want you to tell him about Jesus. Because that demon is shaking and he's trembling. And he's saying, oh my goodness, there she comes trying with that gospel again. And he's trembling. Why? Because God put the fear of you on them. You're, uh, listen, you're supposed to go up to every single person that you see. You know that Jesus loves you. Can I pray for you? Everybody. Because the demon that's keeping them from the gospel fears you. Say Amen. Say amen. amen. And we doing the opposite. We see somebody, let me go the other way. I mean, come on. You're supposed to be the light. You're the light. You're the answer. You're the answer. 
man, this thing's got to break off of us. We see somebody, the Lord's laying on our hearts, go pray for them. And we're like, oh my goodness, Lord, I don't want to go. Go! You are the answer. I will put the fear of you and the dread of you upon all of the land. So the principalities in this land fear you. Lift up your hands. Say, Lord. Say it out. Say, Lord. I receive in Jesus' name. Do you know that diabetes fears you? Do you know that asthma fears you? Do you know that sickness fears you? Do you know that depression fears you? Oh, God. All those demons are trembling at you. And they're listening, looking at you. And they're saying, so long as she doesn't know what she really carries, let's attack her. Let's oppress her. Let's hold her. But when you rise up and you say, wait, I know who I am in Christ. I know what I'm carrying in Jesus. That demon fears you. Say amen. Amen. Say amen. Amen. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've got to break out of us. We got to get loud in Christ. Somebody say loud. Loud. We got to get loud. You got to come out. I'm telling you, I read this. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. This says that God put the fear of me on all of the land. On our time looking for the devil. I said, where are you? I, I don't know. I want to see you now. Someone say, he fears me. He say it loud. He fears me. Ain't no witch doctor showing up at the crusade and going to leave the same. He going to get saved at that crusade. Say Amen. Notice what the Bible says. I need you to get this. I need you to get this in your spirit. First Chronicles 14, 17. Open up your Bibles because I, I got to go into the word because there's a lot of us operating from a wrong letter. We're operating from a wrong. You got to read the right letter. Tobiah sent Nehemiah the wrong. Notice what, what it says concerning David. Notice what it says, 1 Chronicles 17, um, 14, 17. The fame of David went out into all, and the Lord brought the fear of him upon all. You're telling me nations fear you coming to them? There are demons literally communicating. Don't you let her take that flight. Don't you let him come over here. Why? Because nations, principalities that are in nations fear you. Come on. <laughs> I remember, I'm in Bible college. I remember, I, I'll never forget. I'm a sophomore in Bible college. The Lord told me, I want, I'm going to send you to Africa for the first time. He wants me to go to Liberia. 
I remember everybody going on vacation. They're going on their little, you know, 10-day uh, vacation time. Some, some, um, one of the students comes up to me. They say, well, well, Matthias, where are you going? I said, I'm on my way to Africa with this, for this break. He said, wait a minute, wh what part? I said, I'm going to Liberia. He said, whoa, Liberia? He said, Liberia, Liberia's crazy. They, they got all types of craziness going on over there. They got witch doctors, you got to be, I mean, they, they're all types of stuff. He said, um, how many are you taking in your team? I said, it's just me, the Father, the Spirit, and the Son. You didn't hear what I said. You, see, you didn't, you didn't get that. It, 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 why? Why? Because this is all geared towards getting you to be afraid. When I showed up, now I I'm telling you before the president, I showed up in Liberia. We're doing a crusade. What a crusade is about 100, 150 people each night. Smaller crusade. I, I um, get one of the first ones I've done in Africa. I show up over there. The second night I'm there, listen to what happened. The second night I'm there, they gave me a little armor bearer. So I got an armor bearer, this and that. He's, I'll never forget his name, Mickey. Mickey's my armor bearer. His real name is Mike, but we call him Mickey. Mickey's my armor bearer, and it's about 11 at night. 11 at night, <clears throat> Mickey went outside to get some water. We have a, a nice hotel. They go outside to get some water. You know, and he, 11 at night, I'm praying after the crusade because I usually do that. And I'm praying, and all of a sudden, the door, I'm telling you before the prince of God, the door, it starts opening and closing slow. I'm looking at it. Because I don't, watch this. Watch this. I don't see nobody on the other side. Now, now, now listen, it, when it starts opening, then it gets loud. Do, 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 do. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. And I hear the Spirit of the Lord says, the principality of this region came to pay you a visit. Oh, you don't hear me. You don't see, 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 when you start talking about this in church, and people say, well, wait a minute, I want to do all of that. Let, let me tell you something. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> he, the spirit says the principality of the region came to pay you a visit. Watch this, because they want you out of here by tomorrow. I said, I said to the spirit, I said, what do I do? He said, start speaking in tongues. He said, because when you do that, I'm going to release angels to come here. So I start speaking in the spirit. We're battling in that room. We're battling in that room. About 30 minutes, I'm speaking in the Holy Ghost at 11 o'clock at night, and I'm going off. All of a sudden, it stops. Boom! The thing leaps. Mickey comes in from the outside. He's pale. He's pale. He's black, but I look at him. He looks white. He comes in. Now, watch this. He only been, he, you know, he just got right with God for a couple months. He comes in, he says, he says, evangelist, what was that? I said, that was a spiritual battle. He says, I was outside, and I, I sensed something holding me, and for 30 minutes, I could not move. He said, he said, every single part of my body is fearful. I don't know what to do. Do I got to get saved again? He, he don't know what's happening. I said, Mickey, you Okay. It was a spiritual battle. Let's just pray. He says, I'll do whatever you say, man of God. I just, I can't, I've never seen something like that. I'm not ready for all of this. I said, listen, let's just pray. Everything's going to be okay. So I start praying. We start praying. I got on my knees and we start praying. About 3 o'clock in the morning, Mickey's praying with me. About 3 o'clock in the morning, he falls asleep and I'm praying. Le Caraba said, I'm praying in 3 o'clock in the morning now. He falls asleep and about 4 o'clock in the morning, he wakes up. He wakes up with a smile on his face. 
I look at him, I'm, I'm praying. He says, <laughs> he's laughing. I said, Mickey, you okay? He says, he says, yeah, I am. He said, I just had a dream. And I said, what was the dream? He said, in the dream, you and I were walking in the beach. Watch this. We walking on the beach. And all of a sudden, I look at you, and where you're walking, there's a huge covering, like a shadow. And so I look up, and I see two angels 10 feet tall, and they're flying over you. You didn't hear what I said. They're flying over you. That's why he said, this is him telling me. They're flying over you, and everywhere you go, they go. As we're walking in the beach, they're following you. They're, they're huge with huge wings. And I said to him, and I said to him, what else did you see? And he says, I asked the angel, I said, where are you guys from? That's what he said. He's, 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 now, mind you, he's, he's a new believer. He says, the angels told me we came with, our, with this man of God from the United States. We came with him to make sure that he is safe. So Mickey says to me, this he says to me, he says, man of God, the only thing I know is this. Wherever you go, I'm going to go. But, oh, God, you need help. With that. Let's, somebody say, don't fear. don't fear. What did the scripture says? I will give my angels. I will give my angels. I will get my angels. He didn't know that verse. I knew what he's saying is from the spirit because the psalm says, I will give my angels charge. 